Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1675. Today we're talking videos, automotive videos, and a whole lot more. Buckle up, here we go. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Ciao, and welcome, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, to Cars Yeah. You'll understand why I started that way today. I'm in Glendale, California, not Italy, but we're going to have a little Italian flair today with a very special guest calling in by the name of Luca Brinciotti. Luca, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We'll have some fun. Now, before I introduce you, Luca, and we talk about what you're doing in your life around video and automobiles, I want you to share one little thing that most people maybe don't know about you. Well, uh, something funny that a lot of people don't know that I actually learned my editing, video editing, from uh, video games. <laughs> you know, I'm going to mention that in your intro, but uh, that kind of intrigued me a little bit because I'm thinking, okay, how, how does this relate? So walk me through this. So I was always into video games since I was a kid. And, uh, you know, racing video games and uh, also first-person shooters or FPS, if you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And I was in a competitive team, actually, for a video game called Counter-Strike, which is very famous till today. I, you know, there's a lot of players in the world. And uh, I used to be really into the disc highlight comp uh, compilations called the mm -hmm. uh, Frag Movies. And I used to uh, love watching them. And I'm like, why can't I do it? Because I'm also like, a, a, you know, I'm into film. I really like, you know, filmmaking. So I was right. like, why can't I mi mix these two passions, which is gaming and movies? So right. I started producing my own Frag Movies and started getting paid for it and everything. So I was self-taught since day one so that's cool <laughs> and i was i was just like 17 or 16 i remember yeah, yeah. you know this is yeah. really cool because you tied a passion of yours into something that's become your profession so i think it's really neat that's really cool well we're going to talk more about what you do but let me give you a proper introduction to my audience here luca brinciotti I'm doing my best with that Italian here, is a videographer <laughs> who defines himself as an aesthetic person who is constantly seeking the best looking and visually pleasing qualities in everything that he sees. He's directed numerous commercials, including automotive pieces for high-end marks for O'Gara Automotive Group. I've had a guest from O'Gara on the show here before. Born and raised in Roma, Italy, his environment influenced his creative talents in art and film. He taught himself how to edit and produce compilations of professional online gaming footage, as he mentioned earlier. He earned a master's in filmmaking, starting to work as a director and then as an editor of short films, feature films, music, video, documentaries, and commercials. And now he's working at O'Gara. He combined his passion for film with an enthusiasm for luxury, exotic, and sport Automobiles. Sounds like a perfect blend. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about what Luke is doing these days and how much fun he's having. But first, a word from our very valued sponsors. So keep your seatbelts on. We're going to have some fun today. We're in Italy. Ciao. We'll be right back. The best way to protect your vehicles is with a Covercraft custom fit car cover. I know because I've been using their covers on my vehicles since 1975. 
Plus, they offer a multitude of options depending on your situation. Indoor covers include form fit, desktop, the oh-so-soft fleece satin, and their very unique view shield, a cover that protects while allowing you to see your favorite vehicle while the cover's on your car. Amazing. Need a cover that will protect your ride outside? Their incredible options allow you to choose from Weather Shield, Sombrella, Weather Shield HD, Block It, Reflect, Carhartt, Evolution, Nova, and Weather Shield HP. So many options. Whether you're looking for rain protection, UV shielding from the sun's damaging rays, breathability, dust protection, snow protection, even ding protection and protection from those paint-destroying bird droppings. They've got you covered. Their soft-touch covers are safe for your paint, and the custom fit keeps them from blowing off. If you live in a windy area, get the Covercraft Gust Guards. They're a must-have if your car sits outside in windy conditions. Worried about theft? They have cable locks, too, with built-in grommets that keep your cover safely on your vehicle. Their website makes ordering fast and easy, and their talented customer service department will walk you through any ordering questions. They can customize a cover for almost any vehicle on the planet. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah 120 at covercraft.com you'll get 10 percent off your covercraft order that's right so go to covercraft.com use the code yeah y-e-a-h 120 at checkout and get 10 percent off on me mark here at cars yeah covercraft they've got you covered so what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums multiple daytona wins and a win at lamar racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the Apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added very cool option is the label. It's a multi-dimensional rumble strip Apex reminiscent of Turn 4 at Laguna Seca. The Racing Series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code CARSYEAH. Cheers! All right, Luca, we are back. And as we start on this journey we call your life, I would love for you to share a mantra or some kind of a success quote. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tire smoking a little bit here on Cars Yeah. So, Luca, grab the wheel. Well, I always thought that you should get inspired by other people, other artists, or whoever is around you, but you should always stick to your guns. Mm. So stay true to yourself, underline what you like, and show it to people because you are an original person. Whoever you, you are, whatever you do, you do it the only way that you do certain things. So yeah. you should definitely, for sure, get inspired, but 
don't try to be who you're not because people can tell that mm. and they will call you on that. You know, this is really important. And for a, a guy who grew up as a young man in one of the most inspirational artistic parts of the world, Rome, Italy, my gosh, you're surrounded by incredible <laughs> history of art. Many of the masters, of course, came from Italy. And it's been a long time since I've been to Italy and an even longer time since I've been to Rome. But I just remember going to Rome and just being blown away by the history and the art and how that influences you. Let me ask you this, because you're working in a very technological world now in the film and the film industry and creating videos and commercial spots and things like that. How would you advise a young person who is being inspired by, say, the work you do or the video work that other people do? How do you take those great ideas, but then twist them into your own perspective what are some of the ways that you've been able to do that well i feel like coming from narrative and started shooting cars i definitely approached shooting a car in a way that is not just showcasing the beauty of the car but somehow always try to hint of a story or a narrative behind the car yeah whether it's with a model or an actor or even just the car itself so that was my way of trying to like introduce my own style into it which you know, a lot of people do, but, you know, I try to establish my own, like, vision, my own style, my own, like, pace and all of that, you know. Mm -hmm. So my, I would say my biggest suggestion is now equipment became really cheap and available. Like, you can shoot anything with anything. Right. So you can literally shoot on your iPhone right now and uh, get really good footage. So the tools are there. What's important is, as I said before, is, like, find what you like in your life. Find what you love, whether it's a book, it's a movie, or uh, a sport, whatever you like, bring it into your art. Mm. Because that's going to be the key to your style, your success. I don't see other, other, other way to describe you know, the process. Yeah, you sent me some examples, and I'll put a link to Luca's website. You can see some of the examples and O'Gara Automotive Group, their website of mm -hmm. some of these uh, short, I'll call them short works of art, short films. And I love <laughs> one, one in, in particular that stood out for me was one you did with the Rolls-Royce Ghost and this meeting of mm -hmm. two people, a woman and a man on a desert floor. And you, you, you create this mystery, this pull push thing of, OK, what's going on here? What what's happening? And then even at the end of the way you shot it, they step out of the vehicles and there's something else about to happen. And then it stops and you go. Where's the rest? <laughs> I want to see more. I want to see more. What's happening between these two people? And then their eyes glow and they're like, are these ghosts? Or the, the, it's a great play on a variety of things. So I can see you have a very, very creative eye in you in the way that you see these things. Well, let's talk more about O'Gara Automotive Group because this group of luxury and sports cars brands and marks that O'Gara handles are absolutely over the top. I mean, they're the best of the best. So I'm trying to imagine if you wanted to be a videographer and you love cars and they they give you this platform to work on. <laughs> uh, so talk a little bit more about Ogara and how much fun you're having there. Well, trust me, it doesn't feel like work at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell your boss that. We won't tell your boss that. <laughs> Unfortunately, they know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Well, Ogara is a great family. It's the only dealership in the world that does things like that. We literally did anything that you could imagine we had so much fun shooting it it can get a little like you know intense a lot of times of because the production yeah. body is like it's a lot like they always constantly need for content so 
uh, what people don't understand is that a lot of times I would have to improvise and come up with ideas on the spot on something that is not there at all. You know, there's no pre-production whatsoever. Besides for bigger projects like, you know, the one that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. the Ghost one and uh, Route 66, those are for sure more planned ahead. But most of uh, our work is strictly improvised. And, you know, like working with a team, with a creative team that they have, it's, the job is way easier because we definitely understand each other. They understand my accent, which is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you speak it's, English it's very, very well, by the way. So I, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when, when someone gets really into the, the the passion process, you know, it mm-hmm. can get like really Italian. Let's just say that, <laughs> you know, a lot of hand gesture and yes, all that. Yes. But so um, besides like covering their events, which unfortunately now they're not happening because of the current situation of course right we also produce a lot of content uh, to promote the new cars even the older cars that they're trying to push but sometimes i found myself blessed looking at for example i shot the ghost the new one and uh, i was the first one in america wow. like, to ever actually step in into ghost like it just came <laughs> from england wow. like nobody else has seen it in person because i need i mean i'm sure like you know for marketing i'm, I'm talking about like the rest of the normal people, right. <laughs> and just say, people outside Rolls Royce, you right. know, yeah. uh, didn't see it. And I was the first one, uh, you know, shooting it. And how fun. Yes. And, you know, that in that moment, you realize, you know, I'm blessed. You know, you really yes. have to like stop and embrace everything you have uh, right now, you know. Oh, yeah. And if you have a complaint, stop doing it. Stop complaining. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moment. Think of how yeah. many people would love to be doing what I'm doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, I actually have a tattoo on my uh, right wrist that says in Latin, hic et nunc, which it, it translates here and now. Mm. And it's, uh, it, it's really therapeutic. It's like a way for me to like, you know, stay humble and, you know, like, or also like, you know, in tough moments uh, this year, I had plenty to stay positive. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. Now, talk talk with our listeners here a little bit if they don't know about O'Gara Group. I know about your company because I've had a couple of your uh, folks on my show before, Richard Farler and Jeremy Hunziker, and I was associated with mm-hmm. O'Gara through the La Jolla Concours, which I've been uh, mm. a, a part of for many, many years. I grew up in La Jolla, so it's kind of my hometown Concours. I help promote them, and I've been attending their events ever since the beginning. So, of course, O'Gara has a place there. Uh, they bring cars there. They display there. It's, it's part of that with them having an outlet down there in the San Diego County area. But of course, you're headquartered at the uh, the headquarters in Los Angeles. Is that right? Yeah, in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah. So, you know, the lap of luxury. Now, what are what are all the marks that O'Gara handles? Uh, you're talking about the brand? The brand. Yeah. So I count, I think, eight or nine. So it's uh, Lamborghini, Aston Martin, McLaren, Bentley, Rolls Royce. Bugatti, Koenigsegg, Remac, Pininfarina, I think, oh, um, no, Alfamel, uh, Maserati, and Karma. They have a lot of, they have a lot of brands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, those are all high-end yeah. luxury sports cars. I mean, dream cars yes. for many people. And I would assume because of what you're doing, you know, nobody really needs any of these cars. These are not cars that families go and just buy because they need a car. These are dreams. These are fantasies fulfilled for owners. So what you're producing is really a part of that, the way I see it, is you're creating this dream, this fantasy, this lust, this love that people have for these cars, and they're finally at a place in their 
point in their life where they can afford these kinds of vehicles and they're buying them because they've wanted them for their whole life. So when you think about what you're doing, does that play into what you're producing for people? That you're producing a, a, almost a fantasy-like dream of a dream fulfilled? For sure, I'm trying to play like a dramatic note into those clips or commercial or videos mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, of course, as you mentioned, these are, you know, high-end cars. They're not everyday cars. So for sure, if someone worked his or her entire life to pursue a dream and get one of these cars, for example, it has to feel like a movie the first time you put your hands on the wheel. Yeah. It has to feel like a unique moment. So, and it is also for me. And, you know, I might get used to, quote unquote, used to, to, you know, shoot these kind of cars. But, you know, some, again, sometimes I have to stop myself and say, I, I'm shooting a dream car. And sometimes, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's insane, you know, even just thinking about it. <laughs> I know. Incredible. Well, you know, the big challenge we've all had this year is, of course, this virus, the COVID deal. How has that affected your year in the dealership and the kind of work that you're producing? And first and foremost, you and your friendly, your friends and your family and your colleague, everybody been okay, healthy? Thank God, yes. Like, I heard about somebody getting infected, but they never had big issues, thank mm-hmm. God. So yeah. overall, like, uh, yeah, thank God nobody had the big problem. Well, good. So so how have you shifted in what you do there at O'Gara this year in this very unique year? Because I've kind of heard that car sales are still fairly robust. I know dealers were kind of shut down for a while. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. how have you guys adjusted to what you do for your clients so that you're still there, you're still viable, you're still existing? Well, again, Ogera is really good at handling uh, emergencies also. So I would say that they handled this whole crisis in a really good way that uh, for sure they had to like, you know, reorganize, you know, the staff for sure. Mm -hmm. But on my end, I have a lot of footage that I shot for them and a lot of maybe most of it never seen the light of day. Mm. (laughs) So they asked me to repurpose a lot of all the footage to promote the cars and also new promotions connected to COVID. So they were, they were doing, uh, you know, uh, it was a test drive program. So where they would like basically drive the car to you mm, and yeah. they would sanitize it. You would test drive it and then bring it back. They would sanitize it back uh, again and then put it on the flatbed truck and ship it back to Ogera. Oh, wow. So cool. they had like a lot of these services that were like, of course, temporary because of the situation. And, uh, you know, I had to cover and, you know, make like videos about how they sanitize the product and uh, how they they deliver it to you and all of that. Okay. So, yeah, I I actually worked more during the pandemic, <laughs> which yeah. is uh, yeah. kind of, uh, as, uh, you know, and again, I felt blessed because a lot of my friends, videographers, directors, they have been struggling during this pandemic of because, of course, you know, right. yeah. they couldn't find jobs. So, yeah, yeah well, no, for me, it was, it was, uh, it, it didn't go too bad you know? no sounds like you were very fortunate and uh the great thing here is and i've heard this from many many guests is companies being able to piv- pivot and think of things in a different way how can we still provide our service our products to our customers yes. and do it in a safe way and that results in having to do things differently and in your case uh, repurposing and using 
you know, footage that would have ended up on the editor's floor, as they say. I know we're not cutting film yeah. anymore these days. It's all digital, but maybe it would have ended up in the clouds. So let's put it that way. And uh, now you mm-hmm. can repurpose it. That's brilliant. Well, I'm very, very happy to hear that and happy to hear you've been busy this year. I know looking at the samples you sent me of your work. Uh, yeah, definitely. You've been busy this year. I always ask my guests for a great a great challenge or even a big failure they faced in their life. And it's really more about how they came through it and what was that valuable lesson learned. So would you take us on a little journey at a time in your life when things were a bit of a struggle and tell us how that experience helped you come out more positive on the other end? Well, so I moved here when I was uh, 25, studied filmmaking. And, you know, like it's, it's a challenge you know, because you're leaving your country. Yeah. At the time, I had a girlfriend. I had to leave my girlfriend mm-hmm. because I had to come here to pursue my dream. So that was quite of a challenge. But the real challenge came after school, of course, you know, once you graduate, because you have that realization. And <laughs> I got to get a job yourself, now. Like, yeah. and, and now what? You know, yeah. like, now yeah. what? So, and, you know, it's not like I can apply for, like, if you're a creative, you, you don't really apply. You have to establish yourself. Right. So, but at the same time, you make, you got to make a living. So, for sure, I, I I had to compromise a lot. I, you know, I'll be honest, I, I was barely making a living for two years or three years. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was rough. But one thing that I also kept alive was my vision and my dream. Yeah. So, if you really trust your dream and your vision... People will notice that. And I mean, thank God that's what happened because the people that I started working with at the times that were on the safe boat with me, they were like struggling. Yep. Now they're doing great things. And, you know, other than uh, filming automotive, I also film uh, private social media for celebrities. So I, I film uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, wow. And uh, I edit his content, uh, mostly editing. So, um, and the, the Leo Volsi Leo was uh, the person that brought me in, and I owe him everything for that. And we got to know each other on this really, really small shoot for barely no money. I think I made $50 off that edit. Mm-hmm. And from then on, we started working together. It started growing. I started growing. Nice. We trusted each other, and uh, he brought me into the, that, that big family, which is, uh, you know, 8788, which is an agency under michael b jordan yeah but yeah um that's aside but yeah that that was definitely my biggest struggle was after college trying to keep the dream alive and not compromising my voice and my vision and make a living you know right <laughs> get the right. bread <laughs> yeah no you know you you said some really important things here and, and I, the most important thing i heard you say was you have to determine what your vision is and stick to it. And you have to realize there's going to be a time period there where you're not just successful right out the chute. That doesn't happen to anybody in any world, really. And so I commend you for sticking with it. And typically it's seat time. I always say it's like what I did with this podcast for the first couple of years. It was just pounding away five shows a week, doing them over and over and over and setting a precedent. So mm-hmm. people started going, well, who is this guy? What? Who? Wow, there's some interesting. <laughs> look at all the people he interviews. Okay, now you start to build an audience, start to create something that has value to advertisers. And one day you find yourself, oh, it's work. Okay, it's because you didn't give up that persistence, that tenacity. Uh, that grit exactly. that you had. So I commend you for that, especially especially <laughs> coming to another country. I, I, I'd always tell people, you know, imagine going to another country where you have to learn the language and the nuance and the culture and then try to get a job and then try to create a career. 
that's very hard to do. So my hat's off to you, my friend. Bravo for, <laughs> Thank you. for what you did. That <laughs> is, that's not a simple thing to do. And of course, the great thing, and I have to tout, you know, my home country here, the USA, why so many people come here. There are so many opportunities, but you have to be willing to work hard. You can't just put your hand out when you walk in the door and go, right. hey, I'm here, give me some money. No, that's not the way it works. You got to have, <laughs> you got, you got to work hard and that's what you did. So kudos to you for that. Let's take a short break and we come back. I want to talk a little bit more about your personal passion for cars. I'm jealous you get to play with these cars every day. So sit tight, <laughs> keep your seatbelt on. We're rolling in a nice ghost, a Rolls Royce ghost. And we'll be right back. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. With all the time, effort, and money you've put into your classic vehicles, do you know how much you would receive if yours was stolen, damaged, or totaled in an accident or a fire? Your regular auto insurance carriers won't tell you until after the claim, and more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With an agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you'll get with an agreed value policy. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 9324 and protect the ones you love. Tell them Mark Green at Cars Yeah sent you. That's American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, folks just like you and me. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events, car shows, and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible. To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. 
If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yow for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. All right, we're back. And Luca, I would love for you to share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Growing up in Italy, they're some of the coolest cars ever in Italy. Ferrari, Maserati, Lamborghini, uh, some beautiful, beautiful stuff. So what was that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a bit of a car fanatic? So uh, there is a picture of me when I was probably like two or three uh, at a Christmas, family Christmas dinner. And uh, of course, Santa, uh, I mean, quote unquote, uh, gave me this big box full of uh, toy cars. Ah. And uh, they were not like, you know, those colorful toy cars. They were actually replicas, you know? Oh, wow. And I remember two cars in particular uh, in that box. Still today, I can remember opening that box. And I was really, really young. And one was a, a, an F40 Ferrari. Ooh. And the other one was a Lancia Delta Integrale. Mm, nice. So those two cars stuck in my, I got stuck, them stuck in my head since then. And my, my grandpa had this huge model car collection in, in one room. He had a dedicated room with this huge car collection of any kind. Imagine a Peterson Museum small scale wow <laughs> like a lot of cars yeah yes and i would remember like walking to this room alone and just stare this i couldn't touch them of course because they were behind glass yeah. cabinet uh-huh. but like i was like these are beautiful you know um <laughs> so then growing up my cousin had some success thank god and uh, he managed to actually buy one of those amazing cars he owned a uh, uh, lotus esprit and afterwards, he sold that one to get a 355 Challenge, a ye- bright yellow um, Ferrari 355 yeah. Challenge. Correct, yeah. And uh, well, I mean, let me tell you, that car was beyond amazing. <laughs> yeah. And right after that, he sold that one to get a Diablo VT. Oh, geez. And that was the yes, that was a game changer. That was uh, back in 2003, 2004. Yeah. So looking at those cars, feeling the engine. Uh, of course, as you say, like Italy has a huge car culture and uh, heritage, you know, so you're surrounded by a lot of fanatics and Ferrari has a lot of pride in the Scuderia, you know, mm-hmm. so and I actually growing up riding more than driving. Of course, in, in Italy, we ride a lot of scooters, mm-hmm. but also a lot of motorcycles, you know, as you said, you 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 like Ducatis, yep. you know, yep. but here's the twist. I actually li- love Triumphs. <laughs> oh, um, you've gone so, British on me, my friend. <laughs> Sorry to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They're cool bikes. Yeah, I uh, used to own a, a Triumph uh, Street Triple, oh, so six sixty five cc. Yeah, amazing motorcycle. Um, yeah. So sad that I had to like sell it because I had to move here. But before then, I had a small scooter, and it was called a Honda DXDO. Okay, which was an imported uh, Japanese scooter which had a horizontal, of course single cylinder yeah. engine and it was of course it was a 50 cc but then you know we were like troublemakers so we modified of course uh the scooters and funny enough i'm gonna reel something for my dad right now if he's gonna listen to this but uh, i pretended that the the engine was broken once and Uh-oh. i was actually just trying to get it modified <laughs> so <laughs> 
you know, I talked to the mechanics like, hey, I really want that 75cc engine. Yeah. You know, I want this exhaust, you know. Yeah, but it's going to cost money. I'm like, okay, just can we just pretend that the engine is broken? <laughs> Daddy's going to pay for it. <laughs> okay, Dad, uh, if you're listening, Hal, cut him a little slack, okay? He was just a, he was just a little kid. He was just a little kid. I mean, he... He he knows that. I mean, he, he probably already knows that. <laughs> yeah. Like that that scooter was making a different noise. Parents know everything. <laughs> Parents know way more than kids ever think they do. Absolutely, yeah. Because there were kids before that. Of course, so, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. They did the same stuff. So, well, you know, that's really cool. Yeah, I've always loved motorcycles, and I had an MV Agusta uh, F4. Nice. Uh, that I rode. That was just a work of art and a Ducati 750 That's Monster. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That was a great bike yeah. too. So yeah, I miss those bikes, but they were really cool. Well, what was your mm-hmm. first really special vehicle then? I mean, was it was it that motorcycle or was there a car in your life that you finally got that you're really fond of? I mean, as a paradox, the very first car that I really, I really wanted is the one that I own right now. I have a C43 AMG. I'm in love with that car because nice. uh, it's it's the I'm a I love Mercedes yeah for you know as a daily luxury vehicle of course not a uh, hyper car mm-hmm. but uh, yeah and I I'm in love with that car because uh, it's elegant it's comfortable but it can get uh, fun like it can be really fun yeah. so uh, the the sound is amazing the engine is is really 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 exciting and it's not like as extreme as a lot of other uh, you know cars out there you know right so i would say the car that i own right now is probably like the one that i wanted before then because of you know uh my situation i was telling you you know um you know i had to make a living and you know pay for my equipment and all that i was driving a volvo (laughs) and before then i drove a 540i from 2002 that kept breaking down great car great cars (laughs) but yeah kind of finicky yeah i I mean it's a v8 uh four liter v8 so it's a you know, yeah, it has a kick, but you know when it worked. It yeah, was, when it, it worked. Yeah, once, we once just, you month. know, yeah. my my guest that was on the show yesterday, we had the same talk about the the five series BMW and the V8s. Great cars, but yeah, expensive. They they just aren't as robust as I've always had BMW M3s with the inline six, and they're just kick butt, L- lovely, you know, robust cars. Yeah, lovely, yeah. Well, here's a very introspective question for you. I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here, Luca. If you woke up tomorrow <laughs> and you were a car, what would you be? So, talking about Mercedes again, <laughs> I would say AMG GT63. GT63. Uh, okay, we're going big school. Yes, for one simple reason, and I would say like I like elegance, I like aesthetic, I like to present myself in a certain way, which that car does, but. I like also to hide some excitement about myself, you know. Um, I don't like to give it away right away. So, yeah. you know, I, like a, like you drove a lot of M3, M4s. They're really aggressive looking cars. They're amazing cars. I was actually debating to get one. So, but they are sports. They, they scream sport everywhere. So instead, you know, the GT63 uh, is more elegant on the outside. It's a four door. Yes. But the engine is yeah. beyond insane. Yeah, yeah. So, I like it. Well, it has the raw power, yeah. Yeah, that's a good reason too. You know, kind of understated, but there's power underneath. There's some stuff happening there. So uh, I think that's mm-hmm. a good one. All right, well, we're going to enter what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off some questions, get some quick blips. They sound oh so good of that AMG GT63. <laughs> so here we go. What's one of your personal habits, Luca, that you believe has helped you define your success? 
I would say consistency and multitasking, mm-hmm. be able to adapt and uh, juggling projects without losing track of uh, you know the the actual like quality of each project, yeah. which is hard. But it's gonna make you. It's gonna make the difference at the very end. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And especially you think about how that relates to being an editor. Editing is such a. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a very challenging role because you're trying to remember a whole lot of things and bring all these things together to create one nice flow. And we've all seen movies that are very well edited and others that are very poorly edited. And you're like, who? Who's putting <laughs> this together? They must be drinking a lot of Chianti while they're doing this one. Uh, <laughs> now, if you could have a, a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry living or deceased who would it be so i have two peeps for the question okay um one would be ettore bugatti ah yeah for the simple reason that he was just not a car enthusiast he and his family had an heritage of uh, you know a uh, taste in design fashion art anything so i would love to talk to him about all the uh stuff that were in his head and you know, even with Rembrandt or Carlo Bugatti. And my second pick would be, of course, Enzo Ferrari. Uh, Just because they establish, uh, you know, it's a pretty, like, of course, uh, <laughs> lame answer maybe, but uh, I just want to be curious to see his his energy and his uh, charisma and also his, his being so uh, um, proud about his name and his brand. Because mm-hmm. till today, I feel like that kind of uh, pride lives today in yeah. his, own, you know, like Ferrari owners are really proud people, right? You know, yeah, they they, they would like talk trash about any other brand <laughs> if you think about it. Most of them, of course, not all of them, but you know, real Ferrari owners, they're they bring that name up. So, yeah. I really, I really want to explore that kind of like pride, you know. Yeah, it's probably the most recognized logo on the planet, I think, <laughs> pretty darn close. And no matter whether you think you ever would want one or you think it's too highbrow for you, I think there's a little in every car person the idea that would be kind of fun to have one of those uh, in many respects. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about when it comes to automotive advice someone else has ever offered you? What would that be? Well, since I film a lot of cars and one of my best friends that is also the creative uh, uh, director at uh, Ogera. His, his name is Robert Grubbs. You probably heard of him. He's a mm-hmm. great photo- photographer, amazing yeah. creative. He uh, always told me, before you grab your camera, look at the car. Mm, yes. I don't just, don't just look at it one second. Just look at the car and watch the car from the inside out and then you grab your camera. Because yeah. a lot of people rush it and they end up not getting all the shots they want or they they don't grab even the nicest angle or the sharpest line of the car. Well, if you actually look at it and embrace it, you start understanding new angles, new uh, uh, new reflections, and, you know, that, that makes the difference. You know, I love photography, and I've shot lots and lots of cars at the different events I've attended over the many years I've been on this planet. And one of the things that a photographer suggested to me one time, it was on the lawn at Pebble, He said, Mm -hmm. same thing. He said, when you walk up to a car, put your camera away and just look at the car and look at it from different perspectives. Get on the ground. uh, Try to get above it. Walk around it. Look at the details before you shoot anything. And what I found for me was I started to see it in a different way than I ever had before. In fact, even he said, I would go to a car show someday and force yourself not to bring a camera. 
and just look. That's a really interesting. Yeah, that's that's a really yeah. cool. It was very hard for me to do because I always <laughs> have a camera on me. But I tell you, I walked away from that car show with a whole different perspective, and I had a lot more fun because I actually saw the cars with my own eyes. And you probably know this because you're behind the lens. When you do that, you see things differently. But when you're behind the lens, you sometimes don't actually experience the presence of being there. Absolutely. There was Herzog, the the, the director, they actually had this theory of never look at uh, in camera when an actor was acting, mm-hmm. uh, but look at the actor. So mm, he yeah. could tell which one was a good take only looking at the actor. He, he was trusting the cameraman, yeah. but like to actually embrace the, the energy of the scene. And, you know, yes. he, he always says, look at the actor, not the camera. Yeah, which is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, true, absolutely. Yeah. Great yeah. advice. How about when it comes to resources? Yeah. There's so many for us these days. Is there one you'd like to share? Well, I mean, being part of uh, the O'Gara family, I would say O'Gara Collective is a website that everyone should should check out because they cover literally everything, not just car, but everything related to the world of high-end cars. So luxury design, uh, motorcycle, anything you want, okay. uh, real estate. I wouldn't just call it a, a blog because it's much more than that. You should check it out. Ogara Collective. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Luca's show notes page. How about a book or some kind of reference that you might uh, suggest our listeners read or look at? Well, uh, to be fair, like, uh, I don't really have a lot of time to read with all the editing and everything, you know, going on. But, uh, I do try to find myself the time to watch a movie once in a while. Okay. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, being filmed, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I mostly watch movies. Yeah. So my greatest I- inspiration was, uh, for me and a lot of other people was, uh, Stanley Kubrick, of course. Um, so, I mean, easily you know if yeah. you haven't watched anything from him you should start right now yeah <laughs> there you go all right well again i'll make sure i put all these links on luca brinchotti's website page on the carzio website i'll spell his last name for you b-r-i-n-c-i-o-t-t-i brinchotti I'm doing my best <laughs> to say that right for you luca no uh, you did great all right great all right we're up to the checkered flag today i'm gonna buy you a car any car in the world, something very cool for you to enjoy, kind of a weekend car to have some fun with. But of course, if you're a regular Cars Yell listener, you know, you know there are some rules to this game since I'm going to be writing probably a very big check, probably to the O'Gara group. It's going to be a car that you can't sell. You've got to keep it. I want it to be something you'll actually drive. No dust collectors are garage queens allowed here at Cars Yeah. But here's the kicker. It's the only one cool collectible car you can have. You can keep your daily driver Mercedes but this has to be something special that ticks every box. So what can I buy you, Luca? Uh, that's a tough question, but I, uh, I have two answers. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get the two and then we'll narrow it to one. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds good. Well, uh, again, I know that O'Gare doesn't cover Ferrari as a brand, but I grew up loving Ferrari. So yeah. the car that really made an impact to me was the Testarossa mm. uh, in the 90s. So yeah. like a, a classic red Testarossa was like, my favorite car growing up but now and you know people that know me know this my favorite ferrari is la ferrari definitely (laughs) (laughs) that that car it's insane yeah okay well okay so today we got to decide which one the testarossa the old school classic or la ferrari what's it going to be 
Let's do. Let's be humble. Let's go for Testarossa. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm proud of you, my boy. I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, old school. Okay, well, what what great color would you like? Classic red Corsa, you know. Rosso. Yeah, Rosso red. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. That shouldn't be too hard. I think I can find you one of those. I think you're going to have some fun with that. <laughs> Luca, you've taken me on a fun ride today. This has been great. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. I also want to uh, do a shout out to our mutual friend, Brooke Price, who connected us here today. Thank you, Brooke. She's been a recent guest here on Cars. Yeah. Before you drive off down the coast highway in that Testarossa, would you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance? Don't try to be who you're not, because people can tell. You know, that's a great piece of advice. That's one of the best pieces of advice uh, I was offered when I started doing this podcast, because this was something so far out of my wheelhouse. I'd never done it before, and it's the same thing. I had a TV show last year. We were going to do it again this year, but COVID kind of killed that for a while. Hopefully, we can bring it back. But I had several people in the industry say, don't worry about trying to do what other people are doing. Just be you. And that will come across just fine. Some people may not like you. That's okay. But just be you. Don't be what you're not. Because being fake, and we all see those folks who are fake out there. Exactly. Doesn't taste very good. Kind of like a bad bottle of wine. So, all right. Well, (laughs) what's the many ways that people can follow along with what you're doing? Uh, Mainly where I'm mostly active is my Instagram account. So it's uh, at B-R-N as Nancy C-T-T. So basically my last name without the vowel. That's where I post most of my work. So you can follow me there. And I want to make sure too, I'll put links to the O'Gara Group, O'Gara Collective. Uh, You'll want to go to those sites. I'll put a link to a site where you can watch some of the videos uh, that uh, this very talented young man had put together. You're going to have some fun there for sure. And again, want to thank uh, other past guests who've been on the show here from O'Gara. Great group of people that you're working there with. Great organization. If you're not familiar with them, check them out. Uh, You're going to be there a while because there's some very cool eye candy on this site and some dream rides that we all aspire to. Luca, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise for sharing your life with the Cars Yow listeners. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know. Everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!